day, Barbara. Good day to you. <laughs> I said good day. I said good day. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be, I think, the 90s show. I don't know what it's. I don't know who's going to be in it, but there is going to be that 90s show. Would that be interesting? Because the 90s were kind of meh. Agreed. But, you know, I didn't think the 70s was too hip either, but that was a funny show. Well, there was lots of lots of interesting stuff in the mm-hmm. 70s. Even in the 80s. The mm-hmm. 90s? Kind of meh. Yeah. It was all about, like, emotional. Like, that's when grunge happened and everything was so sad and serious. So again, meh. <laughs> I mean, I know that was kind of our, like our, should have been our heyday or whatever, but. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't, still didn't feel the grunge. Yeah. We'll just see what the show is like. Maybe it'll be great. Hopefully it'll be funny. I don't know. You can let me know. (laughs) I don't even know when it's on. I, it could be on now. Probably it is. I think new shows are usually in the fall, right? I don't know. Any, now with streaming Mm -hmm. stuff starts whenever. Yeah. So let me tell you, since I've been working at home on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I have been watching a lot of TV. And one of the shows that I usually binge watch on Netflix is Riverdale. And Riverdale is like the Archie and Jughead comic book with real life people and weird. So it's a... These... Teenage kids are sleeping over at each other's houses in high school and like their parents are never around what Veronica's dad is a gangster. Like it's just really weird. But Archie and Jughead comic books, my grandparents always had at their house. So it's like all lovey-dovey for me. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So I, last season it was really bizarre. It was about a cult. And so like, I really did, again, it's really weird. The first year was about a murder of some guy. Well, let me ask you, is it set in present time? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. They got cell phones and all the technology and all of that. Yes. I have watched zero episodes. Okay. So the new season, I think the TV show itself is on CW, but I never watch it. Like, I can't wait till next week to watch it. I always just like let it play on uh, Netflix. Gotcha. I was very sick the first time I watched the whole season. So I was on my couch anyway. (laughs) (laughs) There was something to watch while I had a fever. Uh, So anyway, I digress. So this year... Uh, it, the season is kind of in two parts. So they're graduating high school and they agree that every year they're going to meet up at Pops on a certain day and that doesn't happen. And so the gang is broken up for seven years and Archie goes and joins the military. Jughead is a writer and lives in New York and all of these things happen. Okay. They're, none of them are coupled up anymore. It's all... Weird. Uh, Veronica's dad has ruined the town. It's all like Skid Row. Uh, Riverdale is a bad place to be. Oh, okay. Bad place. So something happens. They all meet up and they're going to join forces and save Riverdale together. 
da, 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 the Calvary has arrived. <laughs> <laughs> so, as they are doing this, Jughead has is talking to many people about Mothman. And Mothman is a big character in this, and he has flashbacks of when he was drinking and doing drugs before he wrote his famous novel about him in interacting in some way with Mothman. So is Riverdale supposed to be somewhere near West Virginia? Because I Mothman's somewhat local, right? Yes. I don't believe it is. I don't I don't remember where River I think it I feel like it's Pacific Northwestern-ish. So I was kind of like, that's Bigfoot territory. You got the wrong cryptid. <laughs> right. I was going to say, because I, you know, some of them, Bigfoot seems to travel all over the U.S. or mm -hmm. there's pockets of them, but you only hear about Mothman in, you mm -hmm. know, within a few states. So there was a lot of UFO talk around the Mothman. There was not Men in Black talk around the Mothman. So the Flatwoods monster is the alien. Right. Gotcha. Right. So Jughead gets a genius idea that the last, oh, he has writer's block too. So he can't write his new novel and there's a deadline ticking for his publisher and he's got to get it and he's got nothing. So he wants to figure out who the Mothman is. And when he solved his writer's block the last time, he did it by taking psilocybin mushrooms. <laughs> so I'm just like, this is like bizarre. How is this, like all of the things that we've been talking about and doing is showing up on my TV screen right now. Like what, what is happening with this? This is like bizarro world. Why is this going on? That is weird. It is weird. So, and it's even weirder because... The end result was much like a Scooby-Doo cartoon. So, <laughs> Well, and I was thinking this sounds like a Scooby-Doo mystery. So it was all very strange. And I'm just like, I, and again, I'm only half watching it because I'm working. It's just like background noise. But I'm like, huh, that's interesting. Hmm, that's interesting. And so there's this whole theory that, our lives are simulations. And I I feel like sometimes my video game playing person is some fat kid that, you know, just picks up the video game every now and then and tells me to do stuff. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. But I don't have a good video game player as my simulation guide, whatever you want to call it. And I would like a better one. <laughs> That is weird. I I just found it very eerie. I, so weird. Then the next day, there was a video that I saw, and it said um, there was a new trend on social media, and it was about things moving in tight spaces, and there was a whole bunch of videos about doors, bathroom doors closing <clears throat> so close to toilets. And I'm like, me and Barbara experience this all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> yeah, that that one in 
in Louisville, I'm not, that might have cleared the toilet by a millimeter, that door. (laughs) So I have just been kind of like, it's not deja vu because I haven't lived it before, but living in this weird like state of what's really happening right now. Maybe it's like, maybe it's not so much that we're a simulation is that there's a window into our lives, like the Truman Show or something, Mm. and they're getting ideas from us. I think we need royalties. (laughs) Possibly. Maybe it is a TV show. Are we that interesting? I mean, we're freaking hilarious. Hmm. We haven't had the ability to be that hilarious recently. (laughs) Agreed. We're funnier in person. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, that is, that's what I have to say. How do you get, how do you change players in this life? Like, how do you, how do you make that happen if this is a simulation? That is my question for our audience today. Well, if it's a simulation, you already know my feelings on the machines rising up. And then in this scenario, we are then the machines and we can rise up and take over. Hmm. Abort! So last night, as I was rigging up this beautiful light above me, I plugged it into a smart plug and laughed as I thought of you. (laughs) Okay, you turned her off, right? Uh, Alexa, turn off the light. (laughs) I'm going home. Alexa, turn on the light. I did get her to stop talking after she used to say, okay, but now it just makes a sound. Now you have her silent, so I don't realize that she's over there doing stuff. Hmm. So I was sent on a wild goose chase yesterday because of Amazon. Okay. Yeah. Another one? Another one. Correct. Thanks to Amazon, you are getting your steps. I am. (laughs) (laughs) So this time I ordered a bookshelf that is over there that my microwave is now on. It's adorable. I love it. It's perfect. Um... But I ordered it because it's heavy and I didn't want, and it was cheap on Amazon too. Mm-hmm. And I got it at the Amazon warehouse. So, so it was a return from somebody and they said all the parts were there. Anyway, so I ordered it last week. It was delayed, delayed, delayed. Not in a big hurry for it. No big deal. So it was supposed to be here Monday. It didn't come Monday. So I checked yesterday morning about 10 o'clock and it said, Delivery was attempted at 6.15. It is ready for you at pickup at your carrier center. And I'm like, I was outside with Moxie at 6.15. I assure you, there was no postal person outside. Like, it is silent here at 6.15. So at lunch, I go to the regular post office and wait in line for a half hour. That one is always busy. And the guy is like... He's looking at all of these little tiny packages. I tell him, like, it's a build-yourself bookcase. And he's picking up these little tiny, like, does that look like a fucking bookcase? Come on. <laughs> it is not for the Smurf village. 
And he's like, no, go try over at the carrier facility, which is, you know, right. Right. Uh, down at the other end of the building, basically. So I go there and the lady's like, she's back there for a half hour looking. Nope, it's on the truck. Uh, they'll deliver it to you today. Okay. Uh, so Anna Marie comes over about six o'clock. She, she brought the ladder in which to put that light up. And at seven o'clock, the door is wide open. Mm -hmm. We don't hear anything outside. We hear Alexa make, oh, I, I said her name, make a sound, the sound that it did with the light. Dolphin in there? <laughs> I don't know what that was. You said Alexa made a sound and she decided to speak dolphin. That's awesome. Okay. But Player the... three, engage. <laughs> but a male person delivered it at seven o'clock last night. Silently, stealthy, like a ninja, with my door wide open. Interesting. Maybe you were on the ladder and they didn't want to scare you. No, the ladder was done. Oh, okay. Yeah. But anyway, like, why did it need to say that attempted delivery at 6.15? And it's at the carrier facility. Just to, just to mess with you. Again, my fat kid player didn't want to get his steps in. <laughs> Send her out. Go track down your bookshelf. Well, the good news is somebody yeah. sent it back. Mm -hmm. So then I, he, so my, my player saw me in disgust at each place. <sighs> my head down and he, head in my hands each place. I hope it was fun for you. <sighs> That's my life. That's her dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ignoring said dog. And she doesn't like it. Yeah, I like it. Well, I had a Scooby-Doo reference this weekend, since you mentioned Scooby-Doo earlier. Mm -hmm. And a friend of mine was watching, I don't remember what channel they were watching, but, oh, Cartoon Network. And it was Kiss Meets Scooby-Doo. Mm. It was a cartoon, and um, I forget exactly what it was named. But for the next half hour, I got videos that he took from his uh, on his phone while watching TV. I got pictures. I got a play-by-play -play <laughs> <laughs> because I love Kiss and Scooby-Doo. <laughs> and so, me being the goofball that I am, I took a picture of my mini Kiss and Scooby-Doo toys and <laughs> sent it to him. Uh, but yeah, all day or. For quite some time, it was, oh, and this is happening, and this is happening, and I've seen it before. Um, I mean, it, it's goofy, and it's pretty much like Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park and any other Scooby-Doo mystery put together. Um, <laughs> it's goofy, but it was funny for for a good chunk of the day. I just kept getting pictures and play-by-plays. <laughs> Scooby-Doo is pretty awesome, though. Uh-huh. I mean, really. How do you go wrong, Scooby-Doo? Especially when you put two of my favorite things together. Mm -hmm. So they, in this thing, the different people's 
any of the names that have been in Kiss songs were the names in of the people in the show and stuff mm. like that. So it was cute. They were looking for a black diamond. <laughs> um, but it, it was interesting. So at some point, I will probably go and watch it again because now I'm my interest is repeaked. <laughs> I did take a little Netflix time and audibly said, this is why I don't do Netflix because I spent 30 minutes looking for something on Netflix, mm. which is like every time. But I watched a, I forget what it's called, but it was a French film that was filmed during the pandemic. And it's about an apartment building where um, like everything happens in this apartment building and how the neighbors have to deal with the pandemic and the different characters in the building. And, you know, they kind of come together at the end and it was an interesting flick. So there is, I watched this about a month ago and I can't believe, cause I was really like kind of pissed about it. Uh, I'm surprised I didn't talk to you about this already. So there is this show, and it's a documentary, multi-part documentary, of this guy who is from Ohio, and it was back in the 70s when everybody had multiple personality disorders, and it was like the 24 faces of whatever this guy's name is. Okay. And he was like, he was a rapist. And it was his other identities that caused the rapes and he was in jail and then got sent to the funny farm and then got released. And then his identities got integrated and, you know, all was well and then whatever. So the show that itself was interesting. But what I didn't like is as they are interviewing, like, the doctors and the professionals and his family, it was filmed inside the Mansfield Penitentiary. So I thought that maybe he was there at some point. Uh No, they're just filming it in different rooms there. And I'm like, what's the point? Yeah, what does that have to do with? Yeah anything and all of these people were from columbus why make them drive to mansfield for this dilapidated building (laughs) like it was very clear and evident if you've been there before what it was Mm -hmm. Um, or if you've seen shawshank redemption the room where brooks hung himself that was like the very first interview room and i'm like i know that place we have photos (laughs) in that room (laughs) i'm like why this makes no sense why they would do that But what is interesting is I was talking about our trip to um, the penitentiary just last week. Matter of fact, sent, pulled up, (laughs) re-downloaded one of the photos and sent to someone. Mm. I've been thinking about, you know, because they said that uh, November November is Mm -hmm. the time to go. And um, I'm like, man, that was so much fun. Who, what new stranger can we pick up? Yeah, we were supposed to go back last November and didn't. So, mm-hmm. um, should or was that two November? It was ago? two Novembers ago. Yeah. We, it, I'm then, sure it was closed down last year. Yeah, that's right because mm-hmm. it was, it was. So mm-hmm. we have managed to procrastinate that a whole extra year. <laughs> I think everybody procrastinated 2020, <laughs> but I really do think we should go. We can definitely do that. Mm -hmm. I had looked into um, someone was putting on a private tour and um, you can do those. So there's less, you know, less people around. And it was like $100 a piece 
Oh. Yeah. Um, so I definitely don't want to do a private one. I mean, I wouldn't mind. I like the idea of it, mm-hmm. but not enough to spend $100. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one thing that stuck out to me, and I did it like it, the full weight of it didn't really hit me while I was there. But thinking about it the other day when I was watching that, uh, we were being really silly in there. And I remember closing one of the cell doors and the guy saying, you know, somebody's been locked in there before and we got to call a locksmith. That's pretty <laughs> expensive. You probably yes. shouldn't do that. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I just moved on. I'm like, I could have locked myself in fucking jail. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought about that, but we weren't alone. So it's yeah. not like we're going to get, you know, we weren't trespassing and, you know, not like we're going to get stuck there and. <laughs> you know, I have to drive into town for help or something. You know, there were people there. And, you know, we could have sent you food and water through the bars until we got you out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of all the weird places we, well, I, go into, <laughs> you almost got yourself stuck in there. I yeah. did. <laughs> all right. Yes. Check. Must go back to the penitentiary. Yes. We can definitely do that. I don't remember. It was warm when we went, but I don't know if it's like heated in there. I don't know. On the off season. They have the lights on, so I would think so. Like, does it get super cold in December? Yeah. Hmm. Um, so maybe we'll have to try to get that in. Mm-hmm. We'll, have to, we'll have to check into that. Mm-hmm. Because I wouldn't wouldn't mind going on a more private day. I mean, of course, there was almost nobody there the day we went. Mm-hmm. Vinny, <laughs> as a Vinny, that was it. Yeah, we need another stranger. Oh, we we tend to find them, <laughs> or they tend to find us. I wonder what Vinny's doing. Yeah, hmm. I haven't seen him post anything. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. We'll have to check some movie credits or show credits, see if we can find it. <laughs> so, what would you like to talk about? Well, we're, as you are listening, it is now November. And um, so Halloween is over. And the Christmas season has begun. <sighs> I'm so tired of hearing about the supply chain is broken. Buy now, buy now, buy now. Fuck you people. <laughs> I'm just, I'm really free with the F word today, apparently. Okay. That's all right. Some days, some days it just falls out of my mouth too. But we can put away the Halloween decorations. We can get ready for Thanksgiving. And of course it goes straight from Halloween to Christmas. Christmas. Um, but Halloween, you know, you, you have pumpkins for Halloween, but really I feel like November going into Thanksgiving is when like pumpkin eating season is underway. Well, don't tell that to the pumpkin spice people. Pumpkin spice is a whole different thing. <laughs> but I went to, last week went to, we have a pumpkin show mm-hmm. uh, in Circleville, Ohio. So I went to the pumpkin show. And like any other trip, I tried to immerse myself in the festival or the local culture or whatever. So it is all about all things pumpkin. Mm-hmm. So I tried a print. Pumpkin cranberry brat. Oh. I don't like, I don't typically eat brats, but you know, 
It was pumpkin and cranberry. Now, as I give you the list of all the stuff I ate, I was with someone else. So we sampled everything <laughs> together. <clears throat> it wasn't like I was just eating all this or I would not, I would still be there trying to roll down the street. <laughs> so pumpkin cranberry brought, uh, we got pumpkin chili and a pulled pork sandwich with pumpkin barbecue sauce. This was all at our first stop. Mm-hmm. And oh, uh, warm apple cider. Mm. Because, you know, when you're pumpkin-y. I fully anticipated taking a bright bite of the brat and passing it on. I made sure I gave him a bite of the brat that had a cranberry front and center and was like, you like cranberries, right? Which I knew he didn't. He was like, mm, not really. It's okay. And I'm like, okay, well, I can eat that. You can eat the pulled pork sandwich. I ate that whole brat. Mm. <clears throat> it tasted more like cranberry and um, than anything else, which was awesome. But yeah, I ate a brat on purpose. Wow. Um, I had... Pumpkin pizza. What? Yep. Instead of tomato sauce, it's pumpkin puree. It. I didn't hate it. Wow. Who knew pumpkin and cheese? Um. Oh, that's weird. It was weird. <laughs> I went walking by, and I was to the point where I was just looking for the weirdest stuff I could find. And um, now everybody remember we've been to the Tyro Testicle Festival. Barbara puts weird <laughs> stuff in her mouth. Um. So, <laughs> so literally looking for the weirdest stuff I can find and I'm walking, I'm, I'm reading all the, the, you know, the boards out front that have the menus on them. And if it doesn't say pumpkin, we don't get it. Um, and this man says, you need pumpkin pizza. And I went, okay. And so I pulled, I, you know, kind of worked my way up to their little booth and the lady says, how can I help you? I said, that man said I need a pumpkin pizza. (laughs) (laughs) And you listen. I listen. (laughs) Someone says you need, you need this. Okay. I will try. And it was only a dollar for a piece of pizza. So, okay. It was a dollar (laughs) investment. And so I figured "Eh, if I have to throw it away, I have to throw it away. I ate the whole thing. Wow. Yeah. Then... We get into the, so that was the more foodie stuff. Then there is the funnel cake. Mm-hmm. You pumpkin. got a funnel cake? I got a pumpkin funnel cake. <laughs> now, last time we went to the pumpkin show, I got a regular funnel cake and then discovered the pumpkin funnel cake. I can't do two funnel cakes. Right. We also used to always, I try to eat real food before all the junk because there's plenty of pumpkin junk, um, like junk food. So we usually get chicken and noodles, which fills us up pretty good. Well, there was a line, and I'm sure I've discussed, I don't like standing in line too long. Um, So we went back and got the broth, which I was super glad because that gave us more room in our tummies. We did not fill up with noodles. Um, But I found the pumpkin funnel cake first. So we made our (laughs) way over there. This was awesome. Of course, I like pumpkin. I like funnel cake. But they put cinnamon sugar on top and then a cream cheese icing. I didn't even know they were doing that. And so when he put that on, I was like, oh, snap. Um, delicious. And then I'll have a side story about the that the gentleman at that booth here in just a second. Um, I found a pumpkin whoopie pie. Mm. So pumpkin I bet cookies. that's really moist and squishy and yummy. It was moist and squishy. It had mm-hmm. like the icing inside. Not really my thing. Um, but again, had pumpkin, but they had a regular like chocolate 
um, and vanilla cream whoopie pie. So I got two. You know, you get a break, 50 cent break if you got two. Um, so I told my granddaughter that it was like a um, squishy Oreo because mm-hmm. she's into Oreos now. Um, so she took that from us. And then there was a pumpkin rice crispy treat. Oh, pumpkin cupcakes. I forgot about the cupcakes. How do you put pumpkins in Rice Krispies? I'm guessing, I tried to figure that out. It definitely tasted like pumpkin. So I don't know if they put a little bit in with, you know, like you can make peanut butter Rice Krispie treats. So Mm -hmm. I'm guessing they just mixed it in the batter, you know, with the marshmallows Mm -hmm. and the butter and or put maybe some pumpkin pie spice, but it definitely had a pumpkin flavor, not just cinnamon and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I have eaten so much pumpkin stuff, but I love it. And then last night I went to the store and I, a friend of mine was at the store with me and I had said something about when we went to Louisville and I found those pumpkin chocolate chip cookies, Mm -hmm. which were delicious. Mm -hmm. I found them. I found them up here. (laughs) And so they had like a whoopie pie made out of them. I don't like icing so much. And I was like, "Eh, I don't know that I really want that. The only other option was they had minis, mini cookies, but they looked kind of dry. Or they had a 20-pack. I'm sorry, I forgot to bring you cookies, but I bought the 20-pack of pumpkin chocolate chip cookies. (laughs) The first thing I... Okay, maybe not the first thing I did. I ate one before I left the parking lot. one out we split it uh but yeah that was the first thing i did my friend's putting the carts away and i'm trying to get sneak a cookie out (laughs) of the package from my trunk but i put eight in the freezer no i put four in the freezer i took four to my parents so at least eight of them were already out of my face so they may last beyond the night (laughs) all right so my side story okay about the pumpkin show. So as I'm standing in line for the pumpkin funnel cake, there's this booth next door that's got all kinds of just random stuff. And there's purses hanging there. And they have like the little poppets, like the kids, my grandkids like. So I'm I'm eyeballing these purses. I'm trying to, you know, see if I can find the price while I'm standing 20 feet away. Anyway, so my my friend goes over to that booth and starts looking. And the first purse that he comes to is like a stuffed animal kind of person. It has a tail hanging down. So he's playing with the tail on the purse. And the man making my funnel cake yells over to him. He's like, that won't match your outfit. (laughs) And he says, but it will match my kilt. To which I am now giggling. And I said, do you think you need a bag for your kilt? And he says, I think I might. I said, well, you do have a birthday coming up. His birthday was the following day. And guess who had also already bought him a bag to match his kilt? Look at that. Yes. See, your simulator player is on his game. Mine sucks. So I played this up for a little bit because, of course, I know that I've got this at home. <laughs> and so I was like, well, maybe if you're good, you'll get one for your birthday. And we are now calling it the purse. And uh, so fast forward, we get home. By the time we get home and everything, it is now past midnight. So I say happy birthday. 
We get out one of the pumpkin cupcakes. I stick a candle in it. I sing happy birthday. Because I'm a goofball like that. Honestly, I just wanted an excuse to eat the cupcake. <laughs> more pumpkin uh, in your more face. Cupcake, more pumpkin. <laughs> well, I did not eat a cupcake there. I bought a six pack to take oh. home. Um, anywho, and I had to step over a child to get to these pumpkin cupcakes. <laughs> I had to go through a parade and over a child. But anyhow, so I said, well, I can give you your present now if you like. Um, it's not wrapped, but it's here. And so it's like, ah, I don't care. So I set it down and he says, shut the fuck up. When he opens it. <laughs> <laughs> and is convinced that I put the idea in his head that of this purse. I'm like, oh, no, no, you walked over there all, all on your own. <laughs> so it was pretty funny, though. <laughs> that is awesome. And after I purchased it, I was like, I kept trying to find Halloween parties to in- so that I could say, let's go to a Halloween party. Bring your kilt. So that yeah. we could bring it up again. Because then I started thinking, like, this isn't a, really a useful... I'm all about useful things. Um, this isn't really useful on a daily basis. Because, you know, he hasn't worn the kilt since the last time we went to a Halloween party. So, anywho, I was, like, you know, kind of second-guessing my choice. And, you know, maybe this wasn't a great choice. Anywho, when he said, but it would match my kilt, I was just like, yeah! and ran with it i'm so jealous of your your player person (laughs) well my player person gets me in all kinds of trouble too so it it has its ups and downs there (laughs) while at the pumpkin show and it's so funny every year we're like yeah i don't know if we're gonna go again and every year i go and i get in the crowd and i'm like Yep, this is why I, I say I don't want to come every year. They have a parade. Well, it's a small town. So they have a parade, which is a large parade for the amount of space that it takes up. It goes down one street, makes a right, and then comes back up the next street. Well, you can't really cross through the parade. So I walk the length of the festival to the end to get around the parade before I realize it's now on another street too, I have to cross another street. Oh that right? <laughs> and I'm just trying to find pumpkin stuff to put in my face at this point. <laughs> and I finally am like, forget it. Let's just go. That's when I found the pumpkin pizza. And, you know, I, I didn't want to wait for the parade to be done to try to get back up there. And then, but you know, I just didn't have enough pumpkins. I'm like, let's go back and get some of those pumpkin cupcakes. So we have to cross the parade route to get to it crowds lining the street so I literally duck between people's shoulders I'm like excuse me and I get to the front of where they're standing I wait for the marching band the ladies like with the flags go Mm -hmm. through the banner Mm -hmm. and before the the drill team comes we literally run across the street in between this this marching band (laughs) then I get to the other side well I had to excuse me pardon me pardon me excuse me to get through the group to get out I didn't think about I would have to do that coming in before the before the band runs us over (laughs) so i get to the other side and i'm like there's a a little boy standing sitting on the sidewalk and his parents are trying to like get him to move i'm like if he just stays still i can go over so i step over this child oh my god (laughs) and then i get to the i get to the um the counter and i'm like okay what do you have left (laughs) i didn't even i was like please tell me they have something left 
Now, after all this, I didn't want to leave with just one cupcake. So I got a half dozen mm-hmm. cupcakes and they come in a box and everything. Mm-hmm. Then we're ready to leave. And now I'm not going to go backtrack up through this parade route that I just went through. So we went down another street and we're going to come up and over. The parade looks like it's done. Good to go. We knew the Ohio State Marching Band was supposed to be there. They are a huge draw. They're a big band. There was supposed to be a 15-minute lull between the two parades so that the other parade could finish, Ohio State could come in. Mm -hmm. So I think I have 15 minutes to run this festival and get the last (laughs) little bits of stuff. So there's no nobody on the street. I'm like, good to go. We go down this last street. Ohio State started from a different direction than the rest of the parade route started. So I just had to stand and wait for Ohio State. <laughs> Ohio State walks too quick and tight to try to get through them. <laughs> um, but uh, so we were stuck till the end. But then uh, we walked out and uh, again, I'm all about the local and I'm frugal. As we pull in there, you can park for $5, a couple blocks out. As you get closer, it's $10 to park at the closer lots. But we went before the big opening. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't nearly as busy as if we went on like a Saturday or Sunday. It's like, maybe we can find a spot on the street. Because, you know, if I save $10 for parking, then that's $10 more I can put towards I'm parking. parking. Right. <laughs> pumpkin in my face. <laughs> Um, So the plan is I'm going to turn down this street. If I don't find anything, then I'm going to backtrack. We're going to the $5 lot. Well, this man goes, looking for parking? I said, I am. He said, you can park in my yard. $10. Okay. I was giving it to this little old man who lives there. Not not to... The city or... Right. Yeah. It just so happens it was right on the corner of the street that the festival is on. Hmm. So I literally just had to walk down the street until I saw my car. Nice. Yeah. So that was pretty awesome. And it turns out he was actually giving that money to um, someone local had passed away and their funeral was going to be the next day at the funeral home next door. Oh. And so the money was going to go towards them. That's awesome. Yeah. So here I thought I was helping out, you know, little old dude who lives here and he was in turn helping out someone else. So I felt doubly good. That's the best. I know. But again... I left there going, all right, that's it. We're not coming next year. (laughs) Tired of not being able to get anywhere. But while Ohio State was playing, there was no line for the porta potty. So I got to pee. (laughs) That's important. That is important. You pee more than any other human being I know. I just got to tell you that. It's crazy. I I understand this. (laughs) I don't know. Tell my urologist. (laughs) I feel a lot. I know. <laughs> One of my friends says, you realize that, you know, your bladder is a muscle and you just have to strengthen your muscle and you can go longer. And so every once in a while, I think about that as I'm trying not to pee myself running down the hallway. Well, I mean, there are important things that just need to happen. So when you got to pee, you got to pee. Yep. <laughs> if it bothers you, I'll start getting some no. pens or something <laughs> so no. we can go longer. <laughs> But let me just tell you from dealing with uh, aging parents, they're not undetectable. Oh. Okay. Yeah. You can tell when somebody's got something in their diaper. <laughs> Listen, when I used to clean the corporate office, uh, there was a massa- massage therapist upstairs 
Um, and, and she advertised on Craigslist, so I think people thought that she was a massage therapist, if oh, you know what I mean. Gotcha. So she had a lot of men that called her, and uh, there's this one guy that would frequent her, and he wore a diaper, and he would take it off in the men's room before seeing her and just leave it on the floor. Oh. And I know it was him because it was me and her only in the building at that point. And, like, I could – he was a repeat customer. And I'm just like, come and look at this shit. And she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, every time left it on Every the time. Every time. And so I, I said, I think he doesn't want you to know he wears diapers, so he, like, chucks them in here. And so she, the next time she's, she said, if you could put that in the trash can, that would be great. And I guess he turned all sorts of red, (laughs) but he, she, he was like freaking her out anyway. She didn't like him, but that ended. He didn't come after he was found out that he wore diapers. (laughs) But she wouldn't have found out if you just threw him in the trash can. (laughs) Right. But they do smell like they smell. Yeah. Ugh. When I get old and in cotton, I have no idea what I'm going to do. <laughs> this is a weird conversation happening now. <laughs> you know, this is how this is how we roll. <laughs> it starts on one thing and ends up to, you know, wearing diapers. Uh, Mothman, mushrooms, simulation, pumpkin, kilt, man bags. Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> Adult diapers. the trajectory of what we have to say today (laughs) what are you titling this one i don't know (laughs) maybe i'll leave it just like that all of those things in a row like what the fuck is that i gotta listen to that so I have been so busy and I have not posted anything. And I thought about it last night. I'm like, I was supposed to post stuff about manifestations. How funny that I didn't do it for my website, nor did I do it for this either. <laughs> Score for me. <laughs> it, it has been. It was busy in September when we had all our run in. Mm-hmm. And I figured October would slow down. And it's just I've not caught back up. Yeah. I have not caught back up. And, uh, you know, as we were discussing, I got, I will be in another uh, traveling out of town as soon as we're done, mm-hmm. briefly. But uh, another 10 o'clock night for me. Crapola. Yep. So let's wrap this up then. Do you got anything else to say while we are wrapping up so you can do your two hours of driving? Well, I guess in conclusion, um, I'll give you a little snippet of something that happened um, and will lead into some things that will be happening um, in the future. Um, I think it was earlier this summer, I had gone to a suicide awareness benefit. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the picture uh, was up on our Facebook page as well. Uh, The gentleman, my friend that put on that benefit, Um, lost his battle with cancer Mm. uh, this past weekend. Um, So super sad about that. Um, And he had already, he had planned to do different benefits quarterly. He had 
already started the process for a St. Jude benefit. And of course, we had talked about St. Jude last Christmas. last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, his family and friends, uh, other friends have decided to continue. Um, so the St. Jude benefit will be on in December. Um, so I would like us to do, you know, more um, in conjunction with that, leading yeah. up to that. Yeah. So um, we're going to. We're going to partner with them and see how we can be of assistance um, with that. But more to come on that. And uh, if you don't know about St. Jude, check it out. Listen to our last episode mm-hmm. um, about St. Jude because it was about a year ago. But It was it was just before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so just listen to all of them till you find it. And <laughs> <laughs> But you can purchase things from St. Jude's. Of course, they do great things. So more to come on that. And you can purchase things that you don't think about. Like if you are looking for some random like household thing, yeah. go to St. Jude. It's probably there. And give. So that's what I would say. I, yeah, I had no idea that they mm-hmm. had so many different things that you could purchase from them. Mm-hmm. Um, I've not checked it out in a while, but I will definitely be doing so uh, in the coming days and weeks. Yeah, for sure. So last night, uh, I always watch something spiritual before I go to bed. And so I have a streaming service called Gaia. And in their little snippet, there is this woman who um, wrote a book about last words. And she had a whole project about what people's last words mean. And it started with her parents transitioning and her dad, who was kind of gruff, said that he saw angels and the angels said it was going to be in three days. And so there was her story. And then it it was told that Steve Jobs, when he was passing, all he could say was, wow. And you don't know what those people are seeing or experiencing. But she did this thousands of people and were was there or her team was there to listen and witness to people's last words and wrote a book about it. So I want to get this book because I'm very interested in that to to kind of understand like I, there's no way we can understand. But after the simulation is done, <laughs> we get to see some really neat stuff. And I don't know if it's spiritual or if it's the DMT being released in our brains and it looks all trippy, I don't know what it is, but interesting nonetheless. I want to read this book. My friend, uh, one of the last things that his family said that uh, he had said, now he passed overnight. Mm-hmm. So he was gone when they woke up. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the day before, because he had, like I said, he passed overnight. So they found it, found out in the morning was he said, I think today will be the day I die. Mm. To which, of course, his parents were, you know, don't say that, you know, keep mm-hmm. fighting. and But it, it ended up being that way. And um, it reminded me very much of how my brother went. Now, my mm. brother did wake up. Um, he was lucid um, before he died and actually spoke to my mom several hours before he died and had not been conscious for two days. So, um, you know, he had that moment of lucidity and... You know, mm-hmm. I think just enough to ease her mind and and then he was gone. So my friend reminds me of, of that in the in the way he went as well mm-hmm. in his living room too. So Yeah. And his mom found him as well. Mm. 
that's rough. That's a hard memory to live with. But uh, but they had they knew it was coming and they mm-hmm. had time. They spent lots and lots of time together. So mm-hmm. that was good. That's good. I'm excited to uh, be a part of that and to get the word out for all of these great charities and especially St. Jude and keep his memory living on. Oh, yeah. They, um, you can donate wagons to St. Jude, evidently, that they transport the kids um, in. And you can, I think you can like dedicate them so it has their name on it. Mm Mm-hmm. So they're they're looking to purchase three, mm-hmm. um, two to stay here in town to help benefit or to help raise awareness of the benefit, and then one to actually go to St. Jude's. I think the other ones will eventually, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, they're they're planning on purchasing three with okay. his name on it. Nice, yeah, good, good, good. And it seems like sometimes the people who are like so good like that. I mean, I know that he just wanted to give and he had several things planned. Oh yeah. And it's done. And sometimes the assholes live on too long. So. Yep. (laughs) Very true. Yeah. Like Billy Joel said, only the good die young. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, all right. So I'll add death to the stream of all of this to just punctuate. Charity and death to in this long title that started <laughs> with simulation and whatever else I said. I don't even know it anymore. But anyway. Know. Simulation and game over. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> game over. <sighs> I wonder if his his uh player like had to go get a job. He couldn't play the game anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Damn it. <laughs> Got married. His wife took his video game player away. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what is it when the, like when one of the games goes bad, it gets the red ring of death <laughs> on the button or whatever? <laughs> yes. I think that's the Xbox. Maybe it's the green. Is it the green? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I've never owned a game system, so I don't know. Okay. Anyway, that's it for today. That was a whole lot of randomness right in your face. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Pretty much that. That's the. That's the. um, That's what we do here. That's what we do. Uh, I in the last trip to Louisville, we had a genius plan. And I am making progress on that. So just know that there is going to be a tour happening with Rose and Barbara and the Bright Side of Crazy. Awesome. (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) And if you would like to contact us, our email address is hello at brightsideofcrazy.com. Or Barbara at brightsideofcrazy.com. Or Rose at brightsideofcrazy.com. If you would like to say anything to us, do that. So, there you go. You got randomness to add? Let us know. We'll share it. We give you our words. Give us yours. Yep. Till next week. Bye. Bye. I said good day.